Youth is king in the NFL, especially cost-controlled players. Who, which rosters have been built with the best under-25 talent in the NFL? Our friends at Football Outsiders have some insight on that one. So we're going to go through their rankings of the teams with the best under-25 talent in the NFL on today's Peacock and Williamson. You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson with you here. As always, we're getting close to the rest of the league breaking out into preseason games. This weekend, Matt, is a lot of fun. The Hall of Fame game was not all that much fun. So <laughs> a little bit more. Still, still might not see a lot of starters this weekend. But we're getting close to football. We are a month away from the regular season. Um, this episode, by the way, is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season. More props, more odds, more lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. And I do want to thank everybody for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, Matt, we always appreciate the the work that the folks at Football Outsiders put together. And uh, I'm excited to dive into this one because this t- you and I both geek out on you know roster building and team building and stuff like that. And I think this really goes to show which teams have built the best core of young talent going forward. These are the best teams probably right now because, look, under 25, you can be a superstar in the NFL. It's not like Major League Baseball where you don't start uh, producing in, in a lot of cases until your late 20s. And that means this teams that have drafted and developed very well on top of it. Right. So they're, they're set up now. They're set up probably into the future. hundred percent. And I'm a massive football outsiders fan. I've gotten their almanac and been a subscriber to their site for as long as I can remember. Um, it real as soon as their almanac come out, comes out, I of course read the Steelers section first. And, and then I go all the way to the back of the book or PDF. And they have this section of, Young players, this is different from what we're doing today, but they have a section of 25 breakout guys that didn't play very many snaps or, you know, so my point is they are very much in tune with the young guys in the league and in turn their value. I mean, having great players on a first contract is really the cheat code in this league. So when we start going through these guys that are 25 and under, you'll see who's set up for the long term. And if you have a quarterback, that's 25 yes. and under that is a superstar player. That's the, the double cheat code there. Mm-hmm. That is the, um, the Konami code. Exactly. For those of you that, that are familiar with the old NES code up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. BA, I believe is the, is the old code. <laughs> I believe you. Okay. That's pretty Mike good. Tyson and Mike Tyson's punch out as a kid. That was, that was, a, and a Contra was another one uh, <laughs> trip down memory lane there. Button mashing the two button NES. Love it. Um, so, Let's start this at the top then with the Dallas okay. Cowboys who had the roster with the bet. And hold on, real quick methodology for this so you don't get mad at us. This isn't our list. Uh, we're going to go through what we think is important on this list. But there's a number of factors, according to Football Outsiders, and this was put up on ESPN as well. Um, number of starts made by players under 25, number of snaps played by those players under 25, quality of play for those players under 25, age adjusted to capture the fact that a 21-year-old player of X ability versus you know a 23 24 year old player and so you know pro bowl all pro selections ton of that going into it importance of position draft value um expected key starters and reserves 
team track record of talent evaluation, which I don't know if that's fair because you're getting given extra credit for teams that are already good at it and projecting players that are going to be good. So I'm not sure if that one should have been involved. That's, that's the one thing I'm not sure about. Um, and then, you know, injuries, suspensions, anything that will affect availability for those players this year. So you could have a stud player. If he's not available, then it's, it's not going to factor into these rankings. Yeah, very true. Um, I haven't looked through these. I kind of want to just, you know, react to them organically, but I did just breeze through just to look at one thing. There are some rookies involved in the blue chip player category. Um, I didn't, but not all of them. You know, like Dallas is first on the list, but they're not going to throw, you know, the first round offensive lineman, Tyler Smith, amongst the blue chip players yet. You know, yes. you know not every first round pick is going to be listed in the blue chips just because yes, they're they, first round picks. They take know? it into consideration mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, extra emphasis placed on those premium picks for those 2022 draft picks in the first couple of rounds. Right. Like I saw Sauce Gardner's on the Jets list, as he should be. Yeah. I don't I don't think Smith should be on the Cowboys list yet. And know? even just early returns, like some players, it's like, okay, you learn really quickly. You know, you get worried. Traylon Burks has yeah. asthma and can't practice. You're like, uh-oh, that's scary. You know, and then a player like Sauce Gardner's putting, you know, putting up good reps. Yeah, exactly. Um, a player who's not been – I this only look and, and training camp is a small sample. It's almost like senior bowl week, right? With training camp, because you get there, you're there for a week or two. You're watching some one-on-ones practices are pretty short. It's a small sample. So there's a lot of training yeah. camp superstars that don't end up being good players or, or vice versa guys that are struggling early. And all of a sudden they blow up when the season starts. Um, and so you do have to take the uh, that context of the preseason with it, with the small sample and that it's not football and then it's not quite, you know, players being brought to the ground and as physical as a real game is going to be. And you're not really scheming things up for your guys like you would against a, a defense for, for offensive players and defensive players. Yeah. And- Diggs getting toasted on the regular by another guy on this list of blue chippers for the Dallas Cowboys, Micah yeah. Parsons and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, Micah Parsons might be the most valuable defensive player in the NFL based on where he, you know, how young he is, the impact he can make and, you know, how much he still has to go on his rookie contract. Yeah. Uh- I'm not sure I'd have Dallas first, but I do think there's a misnomer that the Jones family, Jerry Jones, they're just meddling owners. They don't know football. This team has drafted as well as any in the league over the last five or 10 years. And I don't think they get that credit because they're such a high profile organization ownership group. But I mean, obviously Parsons and Lamb are the big dogs here in 25 and under. And and it doesn't get much better than that unless you have a young quarterback. I have my reservations about Trevon Diggs because he gets beat as much as he makes big plays. I don't know that I would have classified him as a blue chipper. I, he, he'd be sub blue chip for me. Yeah, yeah. He gives up too many big plays and seeing him get beat in training camp too. And it worries me, worries me just a little bit, even though mm-hmm. my earlier caveat uh, still stands. The Los Angeles Chargers coming in at number two, and this is where that young blue chip quarterback comes into play. Justin Herbert by himself, I think a lot of GMs around the league, if if you just made every roster blank and they said, man, can I just have one blue chip to start? Justin Herbert would be very high on the list because of his youth, what he could become, and cost control for a superstar quarterback. That's why I'd be one. You know, like if we had a draft of everyone 25 and under, I think the whole world would take Herbert first, you know. And, oh, by the way, Rashawn Slater is no slouch. I, I know we're not putting every first round pick on there, but Slater and Zion Johnson as young foundational O linemen, to me, carries a lot of weight as well. Um, I, I get it. I'm not going to fight over one versus two, but I mean, just the the value that Herbert brings to the table, I think, is immense. I find number three fascinating on this list. Yeah, it's the volume of young talent 
but we still don't know. This could go in any direction for the New York Jets. Blue chippers listed as Zach Wilson, Sauce Gardner, Elijah Vera Tucker, Garrett Wilson, Quinnen Williams, Brees Hall. Like these are all highly drafted players. We kind of seen a lot of Quinnen Williams, but I think there's still potential. Like he hasn't hit that breakout star level. So this is a big year for Quinnen Williams in New York. But we really don't know with with Zach Wilson and Sauce Gardner and, and Garrett Wilson and, and Brees Hall too. Like the talent's there. I expect them all to be good. I love all those players. I think the New York Jets have drafted really well recently, but. We, we still don't know. And look, the, the Jets don't get the benefit of the doubt, right? Right, right, right. I, I, I was going to say the exact same thing you did. You know, like I think Quinn and Williams might break out, but I think Williams and Vera Tucker, we know are good starters at a minimum, maybe more to come, probably is. The rest of them are all unknowns, but I like them. And I think the team building strategy the Jets have, Jets have employed will, pl- will pay off a big way. And Hey, I like Elijah Moore as much as these guys too. He's not even didn't even make the list. Yeah, and the the other first rounder, Jermaine Johnson, as well. Yeah, he's not to be found either. So, yeah, great great young core. We'll just see what they turn into. Mackay Becton, you know, there's there's yeah, probably got some players from previous years, and there the and this is under twenty five list, so I think the 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 line for blue chippers is lower for them in this article. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Because I, I think literally, I think none of those players should be blue chippers because we don't know. And and Quinton Williams hasn't played to that level yet either. And he's the only player we've really seen a lot of on that list. That's a good point. You know, what is exactly a blue chip player? Because if you look around the NFL, I mean, how many blue chip offensive tackles are there? Five, six, you know, so there's going to they're going to stretch that that blue chip term, I think, here a little bit for the sake right. of the article, which I get. And then the other note, too, is uh, it's kind of interesting to me is because of COVID, more players came into the league over age than in recent years. So our cutoff here is age, not NFL experience. This list is going to get a little leaner because some guys come in at 24 and they have a good year and then they're not eligible anymore. We're not going to go through every single team on yeah, the list right. here, but the, uh, the most – Interesting teams on the list. Uh, we'll check in on the bottom of the list for sure as well. Teams that are uh, that are old and, you know, they better be good if they're old because that's a bad combination if you're bad and <laughs> yeah. old in the NFL. But we got to let the folks out there know about Dave. Be honest with me. Some people out there, you might be living paycheck to paycheck, struggling to make ends meet. And it can be really stressful. And I've been there when unexpected expenses pop up. Now, Dave can help you out of a pinch when you really need it. Uh, there was times when I was, you know, kind of getting my podcast game started. You need that extra bit of cash to, to maybe buy some equipment so that you can make that future cash. And Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to buy that equipment you might need to start up that thing you need to get started. Finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's Dave, D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. For your second listen, make sure you're checking out everything to offer on the Locked On NFL 
YouTube channel, which is the home of Peacock and Williamson. If you're an audio listener, come check us out on YouTube. Look at our uh, ugly mugs while we talk about <laughs> NFL football on the daily. Tons of other great content. Your team is covered right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Atlanta Falcons coming in here at number four on the list. And it's a good thing they are up high because their roster is currently bad. We talked about the worst combination being bad and old. At least they're bad and young at this point. Right. right? And have some blue chip, you know, foundational pieces to build on. And the way to look at the blue chip here is, is almost like, okay, we don't know what it's a poker hand. You don't know what the flop looks like yet. So it might not be a great hand, but you like the two cards you're holding. Yeah. And it's funny you brought up two cards. I think Atlanta's two cards are almost as good as any in the league. Pitts and Terrell. I mean, to me, those guys are great foundational players in important positions. I'm just calling Pitts a pass catcher, not necessarily a tight end. They throw Drake London in here. I'm fine with that. He's the top 10 picks to be determined. I'm warming up to him a little bit more for fantasy. But besides Ritter, I mean, if Ritter hits, that's a home run, of course. I don't really see anybody else. Like, I see Pitts, Terrell you going to include London fine and then a cliff like there's not like 10 other young dudes I'm excited about. Right. And even some of the notable players, because on this article that you can check out at, at ESPN, um, notable graduated players they have for every team. And for the Falcons, it was Chris Lidstrom, Isaiah Oliver and Olamide Zacchaeus, the wide receiver. And that's like, a stretch. Those those definitely weren't blue chip players in the past. They were maybe highly drafted. Um, Isaiah Oliver was, you know, right. a, a second round player that has been kind of disappointing. Started a lot of games though, so he's got had, you know, he reaches the number of starts and age criteria for a long time, but he's never played at that level. Chris Lindstrom's been, you know, a fine offensive lineman, but you know, he's he's not among the best in the league. I would say so. Um, yeah, they're they're hoping it's the new group of players and in, in really not a bad place to start with Pitts and Terrell, but there's not a lot else. No, I mean, I think a lot of them are still in the college, you know, playing college football. You know, the, the, the next group, the next wave of future Falcons and future young blue chippers are not in the league yet. And looking back at the third team, the New York Jets, that's the way to do it. If you are a ways off, collect, yeah. collect those draft picks. The number of picks you have is so important, which is why the Falcons maybe screwed up a year with with Matt Ryan. And I don't know what the salary cap ramifications were the year before, but if they could have, you know, taken their medicine with the cap, gotten more for Matt Ryan in a previous year, instead of the third and the weird dance they did with Deshaun Watson this year, I just feel like their rebuild started too slow. Yeah. I think I'm with you on that too. Little surprised to see the Miami Dolphins here at number five. Yeah. A lot of draft picks and some good young talent, but names like Tua Tagovailoa, really don't get me super excited even though he is a high value position he's a quarterback he was drafted high but we just haven't seen that yet for me to think okay they got a blue chip quarterback to build around there although Jalen Waddle and Javon Holland are definitely two 25 blue chippers right like I'm sorry Tua shouldn't be on this list I mean I, I guess if you're maybe if you're a starting quarterback and you're under 25 you have to be listed or at least noted but he's and he's, he's very far from a blue chip player to me you know they're <laughs> the first sentence of the Dolphins you know, write-up says, you know, the Dolphins had five first-round and four second-round picks in 2020 and 2021. Frankly, I'd like to see more for their efforts than that. You know, I mean, Hall and Waddle are great. I have hopes for Phillips, but the Austin Jacksons and Noah Igabaganis are, you know, dragging this down a little bit. They, they should have a better core. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. You yeah. are correct. 
uh, which leads me to believe you know, leads me to the next team, which is the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in at six. And this is where, okay, if you're going to put two up there, I would rather have the 2021 class of first round quarterbacks than two at this point, mm-hmm. higher upside, maybe more, maybe as much or more unknown, but a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars, nice debut in the preseason for Trayvon Walker. Just so weird seeing a 270 pound stand up edge rusher wearing number 44, but <laughs> definite shades of Alden Smith there, which was my pre-draft comp because of the Trent Baalke connection. And he plays that way, that long arm, that bull rush. He's going to be, um, he, he could be a problem out there. So uh, I, I, the first test passed by Trevon Walker, he deserves to be up there, as does Trevor Lawrence, the back-to-back number one overall picks. That's to say, if you pick the first overall two years in a row, you better have two blue chips at under 25, at least, <laughs> you know, I mean, at least in notables. Um my problem with this is kind of like the Jets, except they don't have the Quinn and Williams and Vera Tuckers in that I like these young guys, but none of them are proven. You know, I mean, in tr- including Travis Etienne um, and Devin Lloyd, first round pick this year. You know, so yeah. I-, I like what they've done lately, but I don't have a lot of NFL tape to back that up yet. I would take Jaguars under 25s over the Dolphins, though. Because of Lawrence in particular. Yeah. I mean, Lawrence versus two is not even close. I would take Lawrence by himself just for what he could potentially yeah, be, over, yeah. you know, like Waddle. Like, like basically, if the Dolphins called up the Jaguars and said, hey, we'll trade you Tua, Jalen Waddle, and Javon Holland for for Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars Sorry, can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Joe Burrow is over 25, but I wonder, besides Herbert, would Lawrence be the first quarterback taken still? I bet he would if we had a draft. That's a good question. As we go through this, I think think probably how they would rank right now. Quarterbacks under 25, if you're just drafting, uh, I think just even if you were just because obviously quarterbacks are so valuable. If you're drafting Mm -hmm. under 25 players in the NFL, I think it would go Herbert Lawrence. Lawrence too. Like I'm taking Lawrence over, you know, CD Lamb or Micah Parsons. It's no knock on those Cowboys. I I want a quarterback. And I'm taking I'm taking Lawrence over any rookie quarterback. I'm taking Lawrence over any second-year quarterback. So that doesn't yeah. leave much. Yeah, I mean, and, and players like uh, Parsons and mm-hmm. Chase, they would go high, but they wouldn't go ahead of the quarterbacks. No, Rashawn Slater and you know those guys. Not they would not go ahead of the quarterbacks. Lions coming in here with uh, with a lot of young players under 25. The breakout from Amonra St. Brown is a rookie last year. Jameson Williams are hoping that breakout can come sooner rather than later with their first round wide receiver from this year, and then a couple of trench players they've drafted high in the first round of the last two years in Penny Sewell and Aiden Hutchinson. I think it speaks volume for the Lions that DeAndre Swift wasn't good enough to make their blue chip under 25 list. You know, like, they've come a long way. I mean, (laughs) this roster was so bad when they took over, and I have no problem with Sewell, St. Brown, Hutchinson, Jamison Williams being the guy they list, and not Swift. So there is a core here. There's a lot of young quarterback, but that's okay. I mean, again, this team's building in the right direction. And guys like TJ Hawkinson just met, you know, they just graduated. So they're not old anywhere. A lot riding on the shoulders of Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Eagles coming in at number eight. They've got Devontae Smith, Jordan Davis, first rounders from the last couple of years, and Jalen Hurts listed as the blue chip players there. And, uh, you know, Hurts under 25 started a lot of games. Um, I would probably. Uh, he's a better quarterback right now than Tua. Is he going to continue to be a better quarterback than Tua, even though Tua took his job at Alabama, which is super interesting. Um, but Jordan Davis, did you see the the training camp highlight of him pushing rookie center Cam Jurgens back? And Jurgens wow. is like got this great technique and a flat back, and he's like trying to 
anchor, and Jordan Davis just keeps coming. And he cannot <laughs> stop him from going forward is a really amazing rep because Jurgens isn't the biggest offensive lineman. He's a little bit bigger, I think. I thought it was Travis, or uh, I thought it was Kelsey at first, but it's actually Cam Jurgens. Um, but Jordan Davis is just so big. Yeah, so big and powerful and just an unstoppable force. I think he'll be a great player. Um, what's most encouraging to me with the Eagles is the guys that just graduated. You know, Jordan Mulata and A.J. Brown are one of the best left tackles and wide receivers in the league, and they're just over 25. So if we want to you know, arbitrarily throw 25 as the number, they don't count, but they're still young and very important. Yes. Uh, another team that's got some recent graduates in Joe Burrow we talked about and Jesse Bates still have guys like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. So the Cincinnati Bengals are up there, even though someone like Joe Burrow graduated. And I would imagine the, the Bengals might have been number one on this list last year. Did Joe Burrow just turn 25? He, I so think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit older of a prospect coming out. So he wasn't under 25 for very long in the NFL because he was a fifth-year senior. Mm-hmm. Losing yeah. Bates hurts too. I mean, that's, that's two yeah. of their most important players, Burrow and Bates. But Higgins and Chase by themselves hold a ton of value. Chase might be the number one receiver, either him or Justin Jefferson, I would assume. Um, you know, to stay – the NFL moves quick. And to stay a hot hot young team, they need a Dax Hill or someone like that to be on this list next year. Not that the Bengals are getting old, but it's just all of a sudden there's not as many names as you think there in their young, young blue chips. Okay, one more fascinating team in the top 10. We'll check in on the bottom of the rankings of the teams with the, the best under 25 talent in the NFL, according to Football Outsiders. But how about betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Speaking of those lines, Matt, just seeing uh, with the best team in or the best division in the NFL, the AFC West, looking at some of the lines they have there, the West is favored in uh, a ton of games, including all the games in week one. And you can find those hmm. odds all the way through week 16. So only week 17 and 18 don't have odds already. So if you think you've got an advantage on week 16 games, you can bet on those games already at bet online, amazing amount of NFL odds already available at bet online but uh judging by the number of games that teams are already favored the afc west by far and away according to the lines the best division in the nfl and i think you know we would agree with that yeah Matt, find news and reviews of every league not just the nfl major league baseball nba nhl combat sports esports golf live in-game betting as well and of course all the information you need to place the smartest wagers uh, and scores head over to bet online today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts matt the tampa bay buccaneers coming in top 10 and this is a team with the oldest player in the nfl the oldest court is there anybody older than tom brady any kickers still older i than don't think so i think that, that's a hard one to keep <laughs> yeah. up with yeah. it's always like a kicker or a punter that's the oldest player in the nfl and that stops being the case i think at some point for for tom brady which i think vinatieri's done i think he was older but that might be it yeah vinatieri by the way looking really old just because of how gray he became yeah, at the yeah. end of his career is like a, a, amazing seeing him it's like man this guy's still an nfl football player looks like <laughs> right. a grandpa out there um but the blue chippers that the tampa bay buccaneers have and a tons of talent under the age of 25 is pretty remarkable and a bunch of those guys already graduated too so this is not counting carlton davis or sean murphy bunting jamel dean those talented corners they have jordan whitehead ronald jones uh, some other young players on the team not counting those guys they've graduated and are over 25 but they still have tristan worse devin white 
Antoine Winfield listed as the blue chippers here for the Bucks. This was impressive to me, and I, I think this is a very impressive organization. It's not just because they lured Brady away from New England, because immediately you think of Tampa Bay and you think, wow, they're in it to win it. They don't, you know, they're an old team, Gronk, Evans, you know, Brady, of course. When 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 the old timer holds hangs it up, they'll have nothing. They'll, they'll bottom out. But they've drafted quite well, you know. I mean, so their young core there is pretty impressive. New York Giants are next, just because of their 2022 draft picks. Uh, we're going yeah. to go beyond that because we just have no idea what that's going to look like. I'm going to go all the way down to the bottom of this list and the teams with the yeah, least amount of, of under 25 talent. And I guess it shouldn't be much of a surprise because they haven't had any first round picks to to replenish even though it is a very talented team that just won the Super Bowl. 32 is the Los Angeles Rams. Zero blue chippers, according to the <laughs> I'll see any, right. under 25. Yeah, I guess. Is Akers under 25? Uh, yeah, he's listed here, but he can't give him a blue you know, blue chip designation. I mean, he didn't. He got to be available. Yeah, um, looking like he's part of a committee running back group there. Yeah, I don't know. Henderson's um, getting a lot of run with the ones, so we'll see. It's all worth it because they have a ring. But at some point, I think not drafting in the first round for many, many years in a row is going to come back to haunt you. They've had a lot of picks. So just because of the yeah. criteria of the higher drafted players, maybe they do end up with some really stud under 25 players that they've drafted the last couple of years in the middle or late rounds. But we just don't know yet. And it, there's it's harder to project those than it is a team like uh, the second the team with the second least amount of blue chip young talent and it's the Tennessee Titans. And all they have is they traded away a guy who just turned 25 for another wide receiver and trail on Burks in the first round. That's the only player listed here as a potential blue chipper. I do think it's noteworthy that Jeffrey Simmons didn't quite count because that would bump them up dramatically. Yes. But this team really worries me. I mean, I guess, you know, a Caleb Farley could turn into that, but how do you list them there now after one season of, you know, barely playing, a lot of early picks on corners, and some of those guys could maybe become this, but they also have an old quarterback. So I I don't like where Tennessee is big picture or short term, to be honest with you. Malik Willis, we'll see if he could potentially Hopefully. get there, but he wasn't drafted in the first couple of rounds, so he doesn't get the uh, the extra credit of, of potentially being that blue chipper. Christian Fulton's had a lot of injuries recently. Roger McCrary, second-round pick, could maybe get there, but, yeah, not a lot to hang your hat on for the young talent in Tennessee. No, no, I'm a little worried about it. Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, Marquise Brown, Christian Kirk. A lot of those players are no longer under the age of 25. So the only player listed here, and I don't know if this is a blue chipper in, in my mind, is Jalen Thompson, the safety. Uh, they might be last, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, wait. Uh, this is where I don't understand. So the most re- – and, the, and they, they mentioned this in the article, Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. They haven't – played at a high enough level and don't play, you know, as an off ball linebacker duo, they don't play a high enough value position to be considered listed in the blue chippers spot. I mean, they haven't played enough games, but uh, I would certainly put them in there ahead of Jalen Thompson. So at least they have talent on the team, but you're right. This is a little bit scary. Rondell Moore deserves some credit. They drafted uh, Trey McBride in the second round Mm -hmm. or third round this year, second rounder, right? Second. He was their first pick. Yeah. And some of those guys will be better. The linebackers, McBride, you know, I'm fine with that, but this team is pretty much all in, you know I mean? They're kind of in it to win it. And I don't think they're good enough to win it. These, all these teams are really the, the, your, um, 
splitting hairs on deciding which team has the the least amount of under 25 talent but i might consider the raiders at the bottom of this list because they don't even have the those talented linebackers like the cardinals have that were drafted early last year some of their recent drafts have just been uh just awful and you know if it wasn't for like fourth round gems like max crosby i don't know where this team would be as far as talent you know you get guys like a fifth rounder hunter renfro and, and max crosby those are important because their entire 2020 draft is gone pretty much yeah and renfro and crosby don't qualify um the only name i can come up here scrolling through this that has any you know real case is trayvon mowring the the safety but i don't have a problem with him not being on here i mean it would be nice if a henry ruggs was on here i mean that's not exactly the raiders fault but now they don't have a first round pick coming in like this is a little frightening if I'm a Raiders fan looking at this because they have a case to be last. Very frightening. Very, yeah. very in fact, I think they should be last. Catches up to you quick. Yeah, it does. I think they should be last. Yeah. A few more teams at the bottom. Uh, I think there's a big delineation here between 29, 30, 31, and 32. Those last four teams are, are clearly at the bottom because even though the Seattle Seahawks don't have um uh, they don't have Russell Wilson, their star quarterback anymore. They still have DK Metcalf. They just drafted a guy who's looking good in camp in Charles Cross in the top 10. Um, I really think that um, Kenneth Walker is going to be a good player. Boy, Mafe, their mm-hmm. second round pick. So they do have some young talent on, on the Seahawks that they can kind of get this rebuild going a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I mean, Mafe and, and some of those other guys in this draft class could be in there. At least they have, you know, it's kind of like Atlanta we talked about. Like, you know, they're bad, but at least they're young, you know? Right. And similarly, I mean, the Green Bay Packers, they, they've they had some weird drafts recently, but they added a bunch of talent this year in the draft, young players. And two first round picks. Sean, yeah. And Rashawn Gary coming into his own as a star player on the edge. Eric Stokes looking like a starting caliber corner. So uh, they're all the way down at 27. There must be some really good teams in the middle with their under 25s because I like what the Green Bay Packers have going on, even though they've got some funky business going on and, and some players graduated like Jair Alexander and Darnell Savage uh, don't really count anymore. Yeah, I, I would not have them this low. I mean, just Gary in itself, I think, has a lot of value. Stokes had a really good season, two first round picks on top of that. And Jordan Love and A.J. Dillon are both under 25. You know, like Dillon to me has value. I don't know what to do with Love. Now, what if Love balls out in the preseason? I'm sure he's going to play a ton in the right. preseasons. I'd play him like every snap. Wyatt, uh, Quay Walker, Christian, mm-hmm. Watson, all top 50 picks this year? I think they'd be closer to 15 or 12 in terms of young under 25 talent. I like where Green Bay's young, young roster guys are. And it continues. We'll stop here at 25 on the list. You can go check out the article if you want to see the teams in the middle. But, man, the Cleveland Browns have some young stud blue chip players as well. Jedrick Wills, offensive tackle. Greg Newsom, which I think is a, was a hit for them last year in the first round at corner and a, at a huge hit. In fact, that 2021 draft is going to look really nice for the Cleveland Browns if Greg Newsom and Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa continue on the path they're on. Yeah, you actually skipped over the Texans. But there's really not much to say with them. There's only really Stingley, you know, which they don't have as good a young core as you'd like for being as bad as they've been. But maybe it's beginning. But you're right. The Texans under the Packers for sure. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. You're right on the Browns, though. I mean, Willis, Newsom, JOK. Okay, You know, I'll take that. That's a good jumping off point for me. I mean, they're they're reasonably young. They don't have a first round pick next year and they're going to have some cap problems. So they better be, you know. All right, fun look at the league and some of the uh, the foundational pieces that some NFL teams have or do not have 
as we go into the 2022 NFL season tomorrow. We are going to do the Twitter Tuesday thing. We're not going to be able to go live, Matt, uh, traveling back and forth from Steelers camp. I just got back from 49ers camp, having a lot of fun camping here, but getting really anxious for the real thing to happen. So it's going to be fun to see the league break out into their preseason games this weekend. Get your questions into Matt and I anytime during the week for our Tuesday episodes at BD Peacock, at Williamson NFL on Twitter, or you can drop them in the comments on our YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed up on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Matt and I back tomorrow right here, Peacock and Williamson.